welcome in to another edition of Suitcase on the Left. I'm one half of this show. My name's Nick. And I guess that makes me the other half. I'm Brian. And I'm coughing for some reason all of a sudden. Great. <coughs> it's a good way to start the show. <laughs> uh, We've we just been talking for 15 minutes, <clears throat> no coughing. And as soon as I go to breathe into, you know, I start coughing. Probably yeah. probably something off my uh, my windscreen. Eats all those marijuana cigarettes you've been smoking. Oh, man, if I had those, I wouldn't care about the cough. I would just be, hey, man. Dude. You know what I'd be listening to if I was doing marijuana cigarettes? Pink Floyd? I'd be listening to this song. Woohoo! Yeah. Groovy, man. Groovy. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on. That groovy, you're going back a little too far. That's like 70s. Yeah, and actually, this this song that we used for the intro, I mean, listen to this. What are you watching? You know, there's nothing marijuana cigarettes about that. No, you would not go on a mind fuck if you you were listening to that. Yeah, this this is some kind of, you know, something, but not not marijuana. Yeah, this is definitely an 80s kind of vibe. Yeah. Well, anyway, so what's been going on in your world, man? Mine's just been full uh, of working and bullshit. Uh, I I had such a busy day today. Mm-hmm. I I've I've been shopping all day. Oh God. Oh man, it's terrible. What the like, hell are you shopping like, for? Well, you know, I got this uh, this trip coming up. Oh yeah. Next weekend, so um, is that I've next been, week? You know, doing some final last minute uh, purchases. Man, That's but a- all the pointing and clicking, and you know, it's exhausting. It, it just, oh, it's just terrible. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, That's in Nashville, right? Is that where you're going? Yeah, I'm gonna take a road trip to Nashville. Are you gonna do any country music stuff while you're there? God, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, it could happen, but I'm certainly not planning on it. Do you ever watch the show Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives? Oh, absolutely not. No? I don't get cable TV, so it Mm. it would have to be on uh, Netflix, and then I'd have to know about it to look for it. Right, and then I would suggest it, like I did in Practical Jokers, and then it would want you to buy something, and then I would tell you not to do it. Yeah, that happened. It did, but I, you know, I'm not in the business of making you spend money. No, you're just in the business of like persuading me to do things. <laughs> right. I uh very influential somehow. <laughs> yeah, I played Spider Solitaire today, thanks to you. Oh, uh, because I and the funny thing is like I didn't even bring that up. You guys did. Oh. Yeah, I just said that I was bored and uh either you or Jeff said something about solitaire and spider solitaire. I don't remember. Yeah, and you laughed like, oh, what, what kind of a loser would play that? Yeah. And I decided that I would be that kind of loser. Actually, you know, Google, if you, if you go to google.com and you type in solitaire, it, there's a, it, an in-browser game comes up now. So like, you don't have to download anything. You don't have to, it's an in-browser game that Google left out or put out for solitaire. And what the hell's the other one? I can't think Minesweeper. of Minesweeper? It might be Minesweeper. Um, so when I found out they launched that, I played like five games of solitaire in a row. So yeah, I, but Google's the kind of company that somehow they're they're going to track you or they're going to, I don't know, man. They're going to use it for nefarious purposes. I don't trust them. They probably told my boss. That's right. 
bastards. It's a work day. I just wanted you to know that. <laughs> yeah. Nick's playing solitaire somewhere. I tell you. And according, according to our GPS uh, triangulation, it appears that he's in his office. <laughs> right. And then someone's going to walk in and I'm going to be absolutely playing solitaire. Um, another announcement this week. Was it this week? God damn it, Brian. You know, for, for this being a four-day week, it sure as fuck oh. felt like a long-ass week. A lot of shit happened. Good God almighty, it did. Uh, Apple announced some shit, right? Oh, yeah. They had their big uh, iPhone press event on Wednesday. Mm. It felt... Did this one feel like it was not as promoted and not as big of a deal as previous announcements? Um, yeah, I know what you're saying. There, there are a few reasons for that. Well, one is, and this is, this kind of happens a lot. Um, but I don't know if it normally happens to the extent it did this time, but there are a lot of, you know, speculations and so-called leaks and, you know, uh, predictions leading up to these events where people say, Oh, we know, we know what it's going to be. We've got, uh, pictures that were leaked from, Foxconn, so we know what the phone's going to look like, and we know what it's going to be called, and we know what the features are going to be. And um, this time around, there were very few surprises um, in in their presentation. You know, the iPhone Seven and the iPhone Seven Plus, the dual camera, the you know the no headphone jack deal, uh, AirPods. Um, the GPS in the new Apple watch, all that stuff was predicted very accurately. Um, so yeah, there, there really weren't a lot of surprises, uh, for people that, that read that kind of stuff. Well, and I feel like you don't even have to seek out the information anymore because with Facebook trending, I mean, I remember for like weeks leading up to this thing, it's like iPhone seven, no headphone adapter, iPhone seven, you know, uh, leaked photos, new Mac details. I mean, like it was, it was all right there. I didn't, I didn't search for any of it. I didn't have to go to Mac rumors or any of those websites. It just, it was right there at my disposal. Yeah. It's just in your face. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I mean, Apple, Apple says that they're, you know, they, they give the appearance of being very, very secretive about, you know, what's coming. Um, but, you know, there are people out there that say that they intentionally leak certain things to build up anticipation and and stuff like that. So it's hard to say how much of the stuff that comes out ahead of the announcement is really snuck out or leaked, you know, without Apple really knowing about it. I feel like they do leak out a lot now. I think, you know, back in the day with the... Uh... Uh, what the hell is that asshole's name who used to run it? Steve Jobs. Yeah, I think when Steve Jobs was there, he was more of like a like a Nazi about keeping things under wrap and you know making it important that it all comes out at one time. I feel like nowadays they purposely leak stuff because otherwise, I mean, there has to be ways to keep photos of the you know f- full production phone from leaking out of the of the manufacturer. I mean, it's got to be hard because it's in China or some other country, but still, I feel like there's got to be a way. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure they have precautions. I'm sure they, you know, they check the employees when they're 
you know, when they're leaving the factory every day, um, before they jump out of their dorm windows, <laughs> um, to make sure they're not taking anything out. It's so bad, but, but it's so funny. It happens. They have uh, to build nets under the under yeah. the windows so that when people jumped out to commit suicide, they would land in the nets. Uh, it's terrible. I couldn't imagine. So I'm looking at Apple's website right now at the new iPhone. Uh, it basically looks like the same old, same old kind of update for a phone. You know, better screen, faster processor, better camera, better battery. Yeah, the the screen's supposed to be um, like brighter and has a wider color gamut. Gamut, they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, eh, you know, whatever. Uh, cameras better on the on the seven. Uh, the seven plus got a real super duper camera enhancement. It's got two cameras in it. Uh, one's a, a normal. Um, wide angle camera and the other one is uh, a macro camera hmm. and so you can if you, if you want to zoom it'll automatically switch to the macro camera to give you like two times the zoom without any degradation any loss of resolution um, and then you can zoom further um, using uh, the processor to give you the you know, the artificial zoom. So you can zoom in up to 10 times. Hmm. Um, but when you use both cameras together, uh, you can, you can create images that have, uh, you know, the, the depth of field illusion where the background is kind of blurry and the subject in the foreground is crystal sharp. Um, which is pretty, you know, pretty high end for a, for a phone. Right. To do that. Uh, but none of that's really compelling enough for me to say, oh my God, I got to have this new phone. Yeah, I to me, it seems like it's probably not worth buying a new phone over. Um, my, but my, you know, my wife's got an iPhone 6 and her battery is really being a piece of shit. It, mm. you know, when her phone gets to 50%, it just shuts off every single time. Wow. Yeah. And other people we work with that have the same phone. They're experiencing similar things, not quite as bad. Their phone will get down to like 20%. And, you know, speaking of the iPhone 6, I've got the 6. And today, uh, my battery is now at 11% for the fourth time today. I've had to continuously charge it today, basically. And I'm not even using it that much. No more, actually, probably less than normal. I don't know what the damn deal is, but it's really acting up right now. Um, So I don't know what the fuck we're going to do. I mean... T-Mobile has a thing right now, a special, so does AT&T and I think Sprint and maybe Verizon, where you can trade in your iPhone 6 and basically get an iPhone 7 for free. Um, they they will pay your phone, but in installments for two years. So like if you leave early, you have to pay off the rest of the phone uh, out of pocket. But So I don't know if we're going to do that for my wife's phone or not, or if, if we're just going to stick it out for a little while longer, because I think it's paid for. I don't know if we're still making payments on it or not. If we are making payments, as soon as it's paid for, I think we might try to change the battery out on it. But my phone's a work phone, so I'm kind of kind of stuck. I don't know what my options would be if this thing starts to be a piece of shit. Um, so the the company paid for the phone? Yeah, yeah. This is a company phone, company line. 
Oh, well, the company will get you a new phone. Oh, well, then I need or, a new or, phone. Or they'll pay to have that one fixed <laughs> or whatever. I need an iPhone 7 Plus. Yeah, you need to talk to the um, business phone. manager. The person in charge of phones. Yeah, you know who that is? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she can know. take care of that for you. Yeah. She probably uh, – what, what I'll do, though, is I'll, I'll wait it out until it's, like, unbearable because I want, it to, I want like, well into the iPhone 7 to be out. I don't think it'll matter because I'm not up for an upgrade, but it's worth a shot. Is that is that so that if if the early released phones start exploding, uh, you want to give them time to fix it before you get one? <laughs> like Samsung, that's funny. Yeah, I'm not really that worried about Apple phones exploding. I don't I don't think that's going to happen. No, I just think that if I go to it to the business department now and I say, "Hey, I need a new phone," they'll just get me another iPhone six because I'm not close enough to an upgrade yet. But I feel like if I can get close, uh, maybe I can convince. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's probably a good idea to wait until it's actually released. I don't think it's going to be very long. I think they already went on pre-order. Yeah. I think that happened on Friday. So I think it's going to be like, I think it's next week when they start shipping. Probably iOS 10 comes out tomorrow. Wait, no, the 13th. Monday, Tuesday, I guess. Um, I don't know. Yeah, 11, 12, Tuesday. 13th is Tuesday. Yeah. So if I pick an iPhone 7, let's see if I can buy one right now. Let's pick my finish. I want black. Yeah, I, I'm guessing since they went on pre-order on Friday that they're probably ships, sold out. Ships two to three weeks, it says, for the 32 gig. Yeah, so they're they're already on back order. Although if I get the 256 gigabyte, it'll ship, yeah, two to three weeks. Same thing. Well, my experience with the uh, business manager is it's a very slow process. Oh, my God, yeah. So even if you brought it to her attention on Monday morning, it, it's going to be weeks before she really even does anything about it. Yeah. And that's only going to be if you you know bug her a lot. Yeah. What do you think about this? the, the uh, Samsung phones blowing up? If you had one, what would you do? Well, um, it's unlikely that I would have one. Let's start there. Say it was but, the iPhone. Say you say you went, they just released a new iPhone, you got it. Two, three days later, they do a massive recall, and they would do the exact same thing. You'd get a loaner phone until the replacement of the new iPhone 7 Plus comes in. What would you do? Yeah, I think I'd probably do that because I, I'd be concerned about charging it. What my normal procedure is um, that I'll put my phone on the charger um, every night before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. And and it's in my bedroom so that if it rings, which it does from time to time. Sometimes it's me uh, at five in the morning. Yeah, sometimes it's you, sometimes <laughs> it's other people. Uh, but I want it to wake me up. That's important. And if I if it's not in my bedroom, it's less likely to wake me up. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I'd be I'd be pretty concerned about it um, catching on fire. See, um, I would too. But we we both mutually know someone who has a Samsung Galaxy Note Note Seven, and uh, this person's going to wait it out. They're going to wait until the replacements are in before they take action. Yeah, and, oh. and I asked that person, "Are you doing anything special with your phone when you charge it?" You know, I suggested like putting it in the sink or putting it in the oven, or yeah, putting I it somewhere 
where if it catches on fire, it's not going to burn the house down. Yeah, I said get like a baking sheet or something and put it in there. And I mean, I said it kind of jokingly, but like I wasn't joking. <laughs> I mean, I, I've done it to where uh, somebody let me borrow a dash cam for their car. It was like a crappy Chinese one, and I needed to charge it. So what I did was I brought it. I had to charge it in the house, so I put it in the foyer on the tile where there was nothing within like 10 feet of it that could catch on fire. And I left it on the floor to charge overnight because I I didn't want it to catch on fire or anything flammable. So, yep. I, there was a story, I don't know, was it on Friday, um, where a guy um, left his phone in his car charging, went into his house to pick something up and came back out and his car was on fire. Yeah. I feel like I'd have to uh, to swap it out. I know it's a pain in the ass because you, you get a different phone. You got to set up all your icons and all that crap and download the apps that you need for the you know week or whatever. But still, I, th- I think I'd have to uh, I'd have to trade it out. You know what I'd probably do? <clears throat> I'd probably uh, insist on getting a full refund for it and then just go buy an iPhone. Yeah. And I think you could probably could get a full refund and not have to pay the uh, – normally there's like a $50 fee for restocking or something, but I think you could probably get a refund and not have to worry about it. I'm not saying this is going to happen with Samsung, but I had a Sony product one time that had a problem, and they they had a recall, and they had a – you know uh, they paid to have it repaired. They sent somebody out to my house and fixed it. And within months after that happening, the exact same problem happened again. And it mm. wasn't exploding or catching on fire, but it's like they knew about this problem. They knew exactly what it was, and they repaired it with a component that had the same fucking issue. Yeah. So I'd be a little concerned, just a little, even after I got the new phone. It might still have that problem. I don't know that I'd be 100% you know, confident that, that I'm in the clear. Yeah, I think I'd I'd always be a little weary of the phone. I mean, if it was bursting yeah. into flames. Yeah. It'd be different if the thing was just, you know, shutting off or something. You know what I mean? Like if it just would, would just, if the problem was that it would overheat and shut off, you know, and they said, oh, we've got a fix for it. Well, that's different than overheating and exploding into fire. <laughs> it's a little extreme. The <laughs> yeah. FAA uh, issued a warning. Not a ban, but a warning for those phones to their passengers, asking them not to use them or charge them uh, during flight. Yeah, I don't blame them. I mean, they can't have those things exploding in the midair. There's nothing you can do but, to really put out a fire on a plane, I would guess. No, a fire on a plane would be a pretty catastrophic event. Yeah. It would be a pretty bad thing to have happen. Yeah, I'd have um, to agree. There, um, This guy that we were just talking about told me, that this problem doesn't always happen while the phone is plugged into a charger, that it sometimes happens like a half an hour after charging. Yeah. I so, can't, can't do it. I've been in plenty of uh, airline terminals and they have these little, you know, countertops set up with electrical outlets and every seat there is taken with people with their chargers plugged into their devices and getting them all charged up right before they get on the plane. Yeah, and That's planes pretty, take off about. Common. And once you start boarding, it's usually about twenty minutes before a plane takes off. So you'd be uh, right around thirty thousand feet, and then <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, not good. Nice fire. 
Yeah, that's one of the one of the reasons I'm driving to Nashville. Yeah, that and you don't have to be around other people. Exactly. You can just listen to podcasts like ours. That's what I'm going to be doing the whole way. I probably wouldn't recommend that, actually. No? No. I was going to go back and listen to all of our back episodes. No. No, no, no. I wouldn't do that. If this is your first time listening, don't listen to our old ones. Well, I mean, you got to get caught up. You got to know where we are in the story here. Yeah, I bought a TV. It sucked. Big Uh straws, milkshakes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. You're caught up. Yeah, pretty much. Speaking of electricity, I was staring at the uh, the light switch that doesn't work. I took the cover off, the plate off, you know, and I'm staring at it, and I noticed that the the sheet, or the the wire that comes through the wall is yellow. It's got a yellow wrap around it. So I thought, hmm, that's interesting because every other one I've seen in the house is white. So I looked at all the surrounding outlets and both the rooms that the wall touches to see if there's yellow. Uh, and I found one outlet that's got yellow, but both ends of the outlet are hot, but I think I can, I can narrow it down if I can find other outlets that have a yellow wire. Cause it's, hmm. cause that's gotta be the one that ties in. Now this is the switch that doesn't, doesn't have any power. Do at anything? All. Yeah. There's just no power to it. Like zero power. I even went in the yeah. attic to see if I could find a breaker in the attic. Like maybe they just put it up there for some reason. Well, that sounds safe. Yeah. Couldn't find it though. So you'll have to refresh my memory. Is there an outlet that that switch controls that doesn't work? Yeah. And, and when I test the voltage on the power going to the switch, the in or the up and down side, there's nothing. And when I test the voltage to the uh, outlet, there's no power. And similarly to all the outlets on that wall, on either side of the wall, uh, there's no power. But every other one around it works. <laughs> so my quest to fix this stupid fucking electric- electrical problem continues. Yeah, one of these days. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. I'll just end up hiring somebody and they'll call charge me $1,000 to figure it out. Eh, they better not. Hopefully not. I, try- I know a good electrician if you, you're interested. A company that we use. They're kind of a small company. In fact, I think they're, uh, they might be in the land. Oh. Interesting. Who is it? They're up somewhere. Uh, it's called um, TES, Technical Electrical Services. TES. The owner's name is Mike. Let's see if they're in. He's a good guy. Uh, they do have a thing up here. Yeah, interesting. I may have to call a name drop and say that uh, you told me it'd be free. Yeah, yeah, drop my name, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I definitely would. If I do end up calling an electrician, I'll probably call this guy. Yeah, they're 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 good. They're they're reasonably priced, and uh, they do good work. I hate paying main, people to fix The main stuff. electrician guy is the husband of a, um, a TV reporter, a local TV reporter. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I had to pay a roofing company to come fix my roof at a leak. 800 bucks. Uh, $800. 
And has it rained since you had the repair done? Nope. <laughs> I think it did a little uh, bit today. Like it very lightly rained, but I don't think it would have been enough to uh, to cause a leak even previous to the repair. I think it, it would have needed more water than that to really really do some, some damage. So it was repaired after the tropical storm that blew through here? Yeah, of course. Got a good solid two days of inch rain each day and then... Then they fix it. Yeah, was it leaking pretty bad during the tropical storm? I, you know, I, it's hard to tell because I, I tried to poke a hole in the drywall um, up on the ceiling, you know, just to let the water drain through, but it was still pretty solid. You know, I couldn't just easily push it, push a screwdriver through. So I'm assuming it's not a horrible leak, but it just looks, you know, any amount of water looks bad. So. It's hard to tell yes. how bad it truly was, but I, either way, I needed to get it fixed. Yeah. So there's like a stain on the ceiling? Yeah, which I'm going to spray paint it white. I mean, that's really going to be the only way I know if it stops leaking. Yeah, paint it so it's white and then uh, see if the stain comes back. Yeah, if it changes colors again, then, well, it's probably leaking. Yep. Yeah. How long is the warranty for? I have no idea. Probably zero. <laughs> Till it rains again. <laughs> yeah. It's a good until moisture hits it. Then it's, yeah. then it's no good. Voids all warranties after that. Yeah. I uh, I did something for the first time today, Brian. <laughs> I could think of some funny things, but go ahead and just <laughs> say what it was. <laughs> I tried craft beer for the first time. Uh, I, yeah, okay. Well, I don't want to I don't want to soil your opinion. What did you think? Well, let me preface it by saying I'm not typically a beer drinker. Like I, I, I probably have had eight beers in 2016. You know, like I really don't drink very often. And when I do, it's like two or three or four beers. It's not, I, I very rarely get drunk from drinking beer. Um, and I heard this company on the radio or a podcast I listened to and they were, you know, just describing the product and they did a good job selling it because it sounded really good. And uh, I liked the way the guy, the owner of the company presented the product. And so I figured out what the hell I'll go find a six pack. Uh, it's a pretty expensive. It's like 10 50 for a six pack, which is a lot, but I figured it's worth a shot. Uh, so I got the beard this morning. I went to ABC liquor at nine 15 when I got off of work and I felt like a true alcoholic going to a liquor store at nine o'clock in the morning yeah, waiting there for them to open the doors. Yeah, yeah. When just like pacing and, you know, visibly shaking, needing my beer. Mm -hmm. So right. I got the beer. Uh, I tried one tonight. Uh, my initial, I smelled it first. My initial thoughts were it smells like a Miller High Life. And I don't necessarily dislike Miller High Life if it's cold. It's got to be really cold. And then I can handle it. Um, so I was like, well, that sucks. I paid a lot of money for a beer that I could have gotten for literally 50 cents a bottle. Yeah. A third of the price. I could have got the same quantity of beer. Um, so I went ahead and decided to give it a shot and, uh, it tasted a lot like Miller high life. It just had like a more bitter aftertaste to it. So needless to say, no, I'm not really a fan of it and I don't want to put them on. I don't want to say the name because I, you know, it might, it might be a good craft beer. I'm just not a, really a beer drinker. So maybe I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. I, I'm not a big beer drinker. Um, but when I do drink beer, I just like normal 
beer. I don't like, you know, the micro brews and the, you know, fancy bullshit that they put in there and just, a, just a beer. But I, I actually had a beer, had a couple of beers the other day. Um, and while I was drinking them, I realized that I, I don't think I'd had a beer since like January. Mm -hmm. Um, and these beers were, uh, blue moon, which I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it qualifies as a craft beer, but it's like a citrusy kind of beer. Like they serve it with a, with an orange slice on the glass and a tampon. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. (laughs) It, It was okay, but I don't know. I just, I'd rather have like a, you know, Michelob or something. Yeah. You know, I, I, for me, Miller high life is not bad as long as it's cold. Like I said, I also, I don't hate, um, Yingling. It's not a bad beer. Yeah. And I've had that. What else? I like Sam Adams, but only like the, you know, the, the normal the regular say, yeah, not all these like pumpkin ones and seasonal things and all that stuff. I, I don't really go for that. Yeah. I've never had a Sam Adams before. I wish I liked beer. I mean, it looks refreshing and I, when people who enjoy it are drinking it, you know, it, it looks good. I just, just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, it can be I mean, it's, when it's cold and you know, it, it is, it's, it's refreshing to drink. Yeah. Unfortunately though, I spent $11 on six beers that I don't like. Yeah. Only five more to go. Oh God. I might go to a buddy's house tomorrow to watch some football and I'm going to bring those. And if he likes them, I'll just give them to him. He can just have them. (laughs) I think you should crack one open right now. Uh, If I, if if I didn't dislike it, even if I was just like mediocre about it, I would do it. But the (laughs) fact that I dislike it. mm -mm. I've got beer in my refrigerator. That's been in there since my brother and his family came to visit in January. Well, if you drink one of those, I'll drink one of the craft beers. All right. Oh God. I don't know. I mean, it's it, how many months is that? Like, you know, nine, nine. months. <laughs> yeah. The beer's been in there. I, I hope it's still good. No, it's not going to be good. It's going to be really <laughs> gross. And you're just trying to get me to not drink one. Yeah, I am. Cause I don't want to drink one of these crappy. All right. So I've got a couple of choices. It looks like I've got Bud Light. What's oh, the expiration date? It's special Bud Light. Yeah, it's, it's got Bud. It's got lime flavor. It's got chunks in it now. Bud Light lime. No, there are no chunks. What's the uh, best buy date? Um, do so, they put that on every bottle? I don't know. Let's see. Let's Google it. There's something here. How long is beer? good for four to six months well this is definitely past that yeah there's some numbers on here but it doesn't really look like a date one five two seven four yeah it doesn't well i'm i'm gonna and then i've also got what else do i have dos equis Hmm. Oh, geez. And then this whole drawer is full. Oh, I've got yingling. 
got a bunch of those. And I got Corona. What the hell? Jesus. All right, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a Yingling. How much did you spend in beer? <laughs> See, well, you know, my brother likes to drink beer, and so I I bought some, and then he bought some, and, and now you've got a bunch. That's... Now I've got a whole bunch of beer that I don't drink. Let's see. Does beer go uh, bad? Three things you should know. Let's see. This bottle uh, is so dark, I can't tell if there's crud in it. Yeah, there is. I wouldn't drink it. I'm drinking it. Don't do so it. So you better you better go to your refrigerator. Uh, Let me see if this has a date. Yingling doesn't put a date. I've got five Yinglings in my fridge and five of these craft beers. The Yinglings right, are well, from July 2nd is when I bought them. Well, I'm drinking this. You don't need to do that. Oh, yeah. All right. Here we go. Don't do it. You got your beer? No. You got. I already opened mine, so you got to do it. Damn it. All right. Should I get the craft beer or a Yingling? I'm having a yingling. All right, I'll go get a yingling. Hang on. Entertain right. entertain the folks while I'm gone. Just put it on pause. I, I I have nothing to say. Oh. Okay, well apparently Nick already left, so I guess I guess I got the show right now. I am in control. I am in charge of your entertainment for right now. So wonder how long before Nick gets back. Oh, this is not good. This is not good podcasting right here. Well, let me maybe I can tell a joke. Um a priest, a rabbi, and the Shah of Iran walk into a bar. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh hey. Thank God you're back. I was trying to entertain the audience. Yeah, I could hear you were, you were telling a joke of sorts. Yeah, well, that's over now. So, keeping beer, stay on. Right? Hmm. Hmm. Have you drank any yet? No, I was waiting for you. All right, I've got a yingling here. All right, bottoms up. Okay, bottoms up. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, mine tastes pretty normal. I can't tell if it's <laughs> bad or not. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I had something else All I was right. going to bring up. The hell was it? Yeah. Hmm. Do you see the USB kill 2.0 thing or something? I did. I did. We were talking about that, and then I saw another one. Um, I, I showed up on Facebook, uh, but the picture did not look like the same device in the picture that you and I were looking at. Mm. So I don't know if it was if the picture was just a generic picture, or if there's more than one of these things out there, or what. I don't know, but what are your thoughts on this? USB. Have you have you seen a video of how it works? No, I have not. Oh, but so, I, I read a description about what it does, 
Um, and there was even part of that description included an explanation of what this might be useful for. And even with that, I, I still don't really understand what benefit to society uh, this thing holds. You know, they said, it, oh, well, it's for people to sh demonstrate the weaknesses of public facing USB ports in their system and blah, blah, blah. So what, you're building this to teach companies a lesson by destroying their, you know, their, their PC interfaces? Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, that, that you can, any, any reasonable person can identify that if you put something with an electric charge into a USB port, it's going to destroy the computer. Yep, it's not going to be good. Or at least um, render it useless. One of the things that said in the description that I read was um, that you can put it into a mode where it will simply tell you if the device that it's plugged into is susceptible hmm. to it to its attack. Um, and then the other mode, it just destroys it. And I saw some people in the comments of some of the stories on Facebook, you know, some of them saying like most modern computers have circuit overload chips in them so that if you do get a shock through the USB, it'll fry like the USB port in that chip, but it won't make it through to the computer. Other people say that's a load of horse crap and it'll toast the whole computer. Some people say it doesn't erase the hard drive. So if you're doing it because you're trying to avoid some kind of criminal investigation or anything like that, it's not going to work for what you're thinking. Other people think it's just going to be, you know, when you go to Best Buy or Walmart to look at computers, they're all going to be dead because some asshole is going to go through with a little thing and fuck them all up. <laughs> that I could see that happening. <laughs> the The second thing you said, I think it's true based on the way I understand this thing works. Uh, basically, when you when you plug it into a USB port, it takes the um, the voltage that's available on that port that's used for charging and for powering low power devices. And it charges up some internal capacitors inside of it. And then it redirects that charge onto the data pins. And so it'll, it'll fry uh, the electronics that normally pass data in and out of the port. I doubt that it's going to get much deeper into the computer. Like it's, I, I don't, definitely don't think it's going to erase your hard drive. No. Um, See, and here's, but, so if somebody went in and took your hard drive out, they could still retrieve the data that's on it. I don't think it's going to do anything to your hard drive. Yeah, here's the way I understand it. It works from a video I saw. If you uh, you plug this thing in, it's got two wires sticking out of it, like a little capacitor thing. So you plug in a USB, I'm guessing it's a special one, like a thumb drive to the back of this little device that looks kind of like a USB thumb drive itself. You plug all of it into a USB and then it's got a red and a black wire hanging out of it. You touch those two together, it sparks a few times, pull the whole device out, take just the back USB thumb drive out, and when you plug it into the USB, it puts the shock in. So I guess you're charging something within the USB thumb drive that's in the back of it, and then it, then it releases. But let's see. Here's someone testing it. Let's see if I have a video. Let's see if we can, if the person explains... Hold on. No. 
He literally just plugs it in though, and that was it. <laughs> None of you heard the. Yeah, yeah, I did. Let's see if this guy talks about it. Why is nobody fucking explaining what's happening? All right, so he's got the little device. He plugged it in. It's making a buzzing sound. I'm so confused. No one's talking. I don't know. I'm stopping that. No one's talking about it. Oh, well. Yeah, they probably don't really understand what's happening. They may not. I don't know. Here's another one. Okay, so the guy plugs it in. He's getting the two wires. He touched them together a few times. Pulls the whole thing out. Takes the wire part off. And he's sticking it into a laptop. And it's off. That quick. Yeah, in the, uh, in the two articles that I saw... Uh, they both agreed that um, Apple computers uh, are not susceptible to this because uh, Apple has uh, protection against that kind of thing. Hmm. Can you see my screen? What? Yes, I can. All right. So here's, I'll just show you the video. See, he's got it. Wait, let me make it full screen. Yeah. So, he... so there's a white USB in the. Oh. Okay, that white thing is is the was in the picture of the second article that I saw. See, so he's touching the wires. So that white thing is part of it. It's not a normal USB. Right. Stick. That white thing is, is where the charge is. Yeah. And then he puts it in. Boom. Just kills it. Kills it. And he tries to power it on. Nothing. Now, if you notice, though, that's kind of an old laptop. So yeah. I'm sure he's doing it because A, it's not worth much. B, there's probably no operating system on it and maybe no hard drive because on the screen, all it was was just the date. So. Yeah. You know, this, this could play in nicely to our um, um, electronics repair business. It could. We need to figure out a business, Brian, a side business. Yeah. yeah. And by side business, I mean one that we can make, Good livings with. Yeah, the one that can be a full-time business. Yeah. Because I am... Uh, I'm not in the mood to continue working. <laughs> well, I, I now this is one of those times that I, I hope nobody from work is listening. Nah, I don't think it's any secret. Nobody wants to keep working. I mean, name one person that wants to, that wants to continue working. Um... Your news director. Now, yeah, he might. He just loves it. But I think I think if if the option was given to do your own thing, making the same or better money, I think most people would take that. Yeah, sometimes I think about the good old days when I worked in fast food. No, no real responsibilities. I mean, you know, you work the register or you work the food thing or you you're wiping off tables in the lobby but you just show up you do your stuff and you go home 
and nobody's calling you when things go wrong. Yep. It's very carefree, you know. Um, I, I definitely don't have that in my job. I'm pretty much on call all the time. Yep, me too. If if I got a phone call right now, I'd have to stop over. I'd have to stop this uh, super entertaining podcast and mm-hmm. drive 32 miles to get where I'm going. Yep, same with me. I could be I could be on the road to Eustis or Christmas or you know anywhere in a moment's notice. Yeah, and those drives are you know those are stressful drives because it usually means that a station's off the air. Yep. And revenue is flying out the window and oh, general yeah. managers are calling and everybody, program directors are calling. What's the status? What's going on? You yeah. know, when are we going to be back on the air? And just, you know, just calm yeah. the fuck down. It's like I'm on my way. Nothing can happen until yeah. I get there. And I love it when, when I'm in the middle of trying to fix a problem and I start getting these calls. What's the status? What's going on? When are we going to be back on the air? And part of me wants to say, look, stop calling. Just just shut up and let me fix it. We're going to be back on the air a lot sooner if you don't call me. But what I usually end up doing is stop working on the problem. And I listen to the rant all the way through. I let them finish. (laughs) And then I, you know, get, get it all out. However long it takes. And then I say, I understand. I'm working on the problem right now. Probably going to be uh, another 15 minutes. It could be longer. But I will call you as soon as I have an update. Yeah. I remember a previous, a previous uh, person we worked with was working on a problem. And uh, another person who no longer works with us, former uh, ops manager, was following he was following this guy like three feet behind him. All the, everyone was off the air. All the problems were, it was just a huge disaster. And he was literally like three feet behind him, just right on his ass the whole time. Everywhere he'd go, he'd follow him. And it's like, that doesn't help. Nope. It does not no, help. It doesn't. One bit. Doesn't make the problem get resolved any faster. No. In fact, typically it, it makes it worse because then there's the added stress you know, and it's like, just fucking go away. Yeah, the only people I want me following uh, around, did I say that right? The only people that I want to follow me around during a situation like that are people that are actually going to be able to contribute and, and assist and help. Yeah. Or, or people that are going to uh, see and learn and, and understand what's going on and then be able to help in the future. That's that's useful. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. But people that, that, you know, just want the problem fixed, they want to follow you around to make sure that you're not, you know, goofing off or whatever, that's not helpful. No. That's annoying. Yep. Very annoying. Oh, hey, you know, uh, going back to our original topic, um, there was one thing um, that was announced during the uh, Apple event on Wednesday um, that I found very interesting and surprising and for me was the highlight of the whole event. They're you doing marijuana, thing was? marijuana cigarettes? No, they did not talk about that. Oh. 
it was um, that Super Mario is coming to the App Store. Oh, yeah, you told me that. Yeah. So pretty soon we're going to be able to play a brand new Super Mario game on our iPhones and iPads. But see, I, I want the old Mario game. I don't want a new one. Yeah, well, I agree with that. I think that would be cool. Um, they have said, Nintendo has said, that they won't be bringing back classic games, but they will be making new games. So this is, it's not the first one they've released. Um, and we're not talking about Pokemon Go either, because that's not a Nintendo-owned property. Um, I'm talking about they had one that was like a, a, a you know, I don't know if you're into the Nintendo universe, but they have these little characters that you can build. They're called Mies. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of create them to look like you or whatever. And then they become your uh, avatar in their little social networks that they have or whatever. So they had a little me game that they released, uh, I don't know, months ago, maybe January, maybe late last year. That was the first one, which was a bomb. You know, it was an abysmal failure. I never even downloaded it because it's like, what the hell am I going to do with that? Yeah. Uh, but this Mario game, it, it looks very simple. Um, it does not look like, like a typical Super Mario game. It has all these levels and all these worlds and all these, you know, goals and certain things that you have to do, certain blocks to capture things and, you know, achieve goals so that you can go to the next world. Um, this one looks pretty simple. It's basically like a like a endless running game, and you only have one control, and that's to tap the screen uh, to make Mario jump well, as he's running. He, he runs automatically uh, to the right. I just went to the app store to search for it. And it says notify me when it's released, so you can do that. Yeah, I think they said before the end of the year, which probably means December. Yeah, and I don't know if you heard my audible sigh when you said that uh, Nintendo said they're not making any they're not going to revive any classic games that sucks I wish they would well, do it that's, that's what they said but remember Nintendo has also said very sternly in the past that they would never uh, do anything on mobile platforms because they they had this this philosophy and this mentality that, that their platform was very sacred and that their games can only be played on their platform. That's why none of the um, Nintendo-owned titles were ever available on Xbox or PlayStation or any of those other platforms that were out there or on PCs or anything. Um, so the fact that they're even doing this is breaking uh, a very strong rule that they had not that long ago. Um, I think the CEO of Nintendo died like last year. Mm. or something and i think that might have been when you know somebody else from the company got promoted and said okay fuck that i think but the thing is like i understand because you know it's a console war and nintendo ever since really like nintendo 64 uh they've kind of been lagging behind in mm -hmm. the console war so i can understand you know keeping things keeping things uh you know on your own platform but at the same time, I'd pay $5 for regular Super Mario on my iPhone. You know, and it's not going to prevent me from buying a Wii if that's what I really wanted. So I, I just, I feel like they're missing on 
millions of dollars. There's no doubt about it. Um, and you're not the only one who feels that way. Uh, they have a lot of loyal uh, customers that grew up playing, you know, these classic Nintendo games like Mario Brothers and, you know, Legend of Zelda, all the different, you know, um, chapters of that game that have been out there and Donkey Kong and whatever other titles that they own. I mean, there, there are a lot of, you know, very popular classic games. And if they were available on mobile, um, there would be a shitload of people downloading and playing those games. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I know I would, and I'm sure I you absolutely would. would. Yeah. And, and the thing is like, I'm not, I've had a Nintendo Wii in the past. I sold it. I'm not going to buy another one. Um, you know, so it's like, if you want your money from me, just release the damn thing. And you, you can, I'm quite confident you can, when you release something for iOS, you can probably say, I want it only on the iPhone or only on the iPad and not on any other types of devices. Yeah, you can. I, there are apps right now that I have that uh, like they're, they're made for iPhone apps. You can put them on the iPad, but they still have like the iPhone resolution, the iPhone, uh, you know, um, aspect ratio. Yeah. You know, so they're like stretched out and the big bars on the sides kind of apps. Um, but they're, they are going to release this on Android uh, later. It's going to come to iOS first and then Android. The other interesting thing that they said, which kind of surprised me, but I'm, I'm, I think I'm glad that they're doing it this way, is that they're not going to um, release this on the freemium model, if you're familiar with what, what I mean by freemium. Like ad-supported? It, no, not ad supported. Freemium is generally where you get the game for free. Oh yeah, then yeah. There yeah. are all these in-app purchases. Yeah. As you play, kind of like um, like the Simpsons game or the Family Guy game, or thousands of other games that are like that, like the Smurfs and the, you know, I, I don't know, where you, you know you get the game for free or for a very low price. Usually it's free, um, and you can play it. Some games you can only play up to a certain point. And then you've got to purchase, you know, another level or whatever. Mm -hmm. Some games you could play them as long as you want, but they're so frustrating to play because uh, things move so slowly in right. the game, or or be, it's so difficult to achieve the things that you need to achieve to get to the next level. But for five dollars, you can buy, you know, a bushel of Smurf berries or whatever <laughs> that'll that'll allow you to much more easily get further into the game. And it's a very popular model and companies are making a shitload of money on it, especially with kids um, that don't understand the, the, the money they're spending on these things is real. Um, or, or even, you know, adults that's like, Oh, well, it's only $5. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, ah, it's just another $5. And then, you know, one day they really want to do something. And it's like, well, shit, for $20, I can really go to town. And, you know, people end up spending hundreds, maybe even sometimes thousands of dollars on, on the same game. Right. It's really popular with developers, and I'm actually surprised that it's so widely supported by users because if users didn't like it, the developers wouldn't do it. 
but users seem to like that model. I don't, because I don't like having to pay. I'd rather pay $20, you know, which is ridiculous for a, a you know, a mobile game. Usually it's like $5 or $9.99, you know, not much more than that. But I'd pay $20 for a, a big game that I never had to spend another dime on ever again. And I could just play it all the way through to the end. Yeah. I, th it's really common to do that. Um, freemium or whatever the term was for games that are like age of empires or civilization, or, you know, any of these war games you see Arnold Schwarzenegger hawking on TV where you build civilizations and armies and then go fight. And, you know, cause I've played a few of those and you get to a certain point where, you know, to build a new, you know, house, just pick a house. Uh, it would take like four days of real time for the house to build, or you could buy the house to be finished immediately for like $2, you know? And the thing is like where you said people spend hundreds of dollars, it's true because the, it, it adds up so quick and you don't realize it because it's nickel and dime in you. But if you spend, you know, $6 a day immediately getting things built and buying more gold and wood and food and crap like that you know but shit at the end of the month you spend a couple hundred bucks you may not even have noticed yeah, yeah. i so it, i can't i can't explain it what why people do it yeah i can't explain why people like that model so much i usually just play the games until it gets to the point where it's it's too ridiculous you know like if it takes three or four hours to finish something or to finish upgrading the engine on my vehicle or whatever. I'll, I'll do that. Cause I can't sit there and play the game nonstop anyway. But once it gets to where it's a day or two, and then on top of that, they want me to do, uh, they want me to, to, to pay to get it done immediately. Then I'm out. I can't do it. Yeah. I'll just quit playing the game. I move on to I, the next. I, I played the, um, the family guy game for a while. And I, I, I realized pretty quickly, like they'll they'll have these uh, like events. Uh, sometimes they're centered around holidays, like they'll have a, a Christmas event or they'll have these other events where it's basically the game kind of changes for, I don't know, a few weeks. Mm -hmm. And during one of these events, um, you have certain things that you need to get done, certain tasks or things that you need to build or things that you need to do. Uh, to defeat certain things and you have to defeat, defeat so many of them. Um, and it's, it's literally impossible. And then at the end um, you get some kind of reward. Like you get, you know, these characters, you know, you get like pirate quagmire or, you know, Steve Martin or, or, you know, whatever that you can then play after that, after the event's over. But in order to do that, to get to that, that goal and actually complete this event successfully, uh, it's really impossible to do if you're not spending money to do yeah. it. Yeah, which is a load of horseshit. Yeah, you can't do that. No. If you played it, if you played it all day and all night and never went to sleep, I still don't think it would be possible to do. No, probably not. But if you spend money on it, it becomes a lot easier to do. And that's why I would spend up to five dollars to get Super Mario Brothers. I was thinking five dollars would be a good price for this new Mario game, but it's probably going to be more just because it's going to be the only opportunity that they have to collect revenue since it won't be any, uh, uh, 
in game in app purchases. Well, uh, so I'm thinking, okay, well then it, maybe I'd spend ten dollars. Well, for this new one, I'm not buying. I'm not paying for the new one. I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna get it if it costs money. I, I'd pay for the classic. But this new one, I mean, I've seen screenshots of it. It looks like it's probably gonna be fun. But I'm I'm not paying. Maybe maybe a dollar, but I'm not gonna pay more for it just because I want the classic Mario or or bust. I want nothing. Wow. Yeah. I'm taking a hard stance wow. on it. You are. I'm definitely going to get it. I, I will definitely get it. And honestly, you know, if it's if it's $20, I'm going to be really disappointed in Nintendo, but I'll probably still get it. Uh, even though I honestly, I don't think it's worth that. Based on what I've seen on the, uh, at the, on the Apple event, you know, they kind of showed a little demo of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really simple, non-complicated game. It's not a big adventure game. The whole goal of this thing is to collect as many coins as you can. That's it. Um, and then I guess you can compete against other people uh, networked somehow. You can play against your friends or whatever and see if you can get more coins. Um, but that, that really, that's the extent of it. So it's not a deep game. Right. Um, and so for that reason, it doesn't feel like it's worth uh, a, a lot of money for it. Like, I'll probably get tired of playing it after a pretty short period of time just because there's not a lot of depth to it. Hmm. Um, but I, I, I'm telling you, if I, if I got to pay $20 to get it, I'm probably going to do it, but I'm going to be really disappointed in Nintendo because they'd be shooting themselves in the foot if they priced it that high. Uh, because most people don't expect to pay more than five dollars, uh, you know, for a mobile game. Well, now when I Google it, Super Mario iOS app. When I Google it's it, Super Mario Run. Yeah, and it goes to iTunes.Apple.com/slash/blah blah 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 blah. It says free, so it might be a free game. Uh, that's not what they said at the event. They said there will be a. It will be a one-time charge. They did mm-hmm. not say what that would be, but they said there would not be any in-app purchases. You pay for it once, and that's it. See, and then this thing says, this app offers in-app purchases. We we permit our third-party partners to collect data and blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. Really? That's yeah, definitely me... not what they said at the event. You sure you're looking at Super Mario Run? Yeah, by Nintendo. Yeah. I'm currently, yeah, offers and app purchases. Oh. Uh, it doesn't say, see, now when I look at, it doesn't say free or a price. It just says offers and app purchases. Now, that might mean yeah. that it gives, they have the ability to offer, but they, they may not, you know, take advantage they of said, that. They said they would not be doing that. Yeah. Hey, who knows? Maybe they changed their mind already. They are a bunch of assholes. Maybe maybe right after the event, people went up to them and said, "Are you guys crazy? Are you gonna?" And so they had a secret meeting and <laughs> said, "Oh, we better we better charge in at purchases." Well, I mean, I'd, I'd rather pay a dollar and not have to, or five dollars and not. But I'm telling you, I'm not going to pay for this damn thing. I will not do it unless so I what, see someone what's else. What's your cutoff? It. I mean, what's your cutoff? A dollar. A dollar. Well, you won't be getting it. There's no way it's going to be a dollar. Probably not. Now, if I see, like, if you download it and it looks really fun and I try it and it is fun, 
maybe I'll spend two or three, but I'm not spending any more. I'd really like to not spend anything, but a dollar, you know, it's the most reasonable thing I can think. Yeah, I'm sure I've paid more for some of the games that I've um, played on my iPad. Uh, I, I'm sure I've paid uh, maybe as much as $20, I don't know, for, for some Jesus. games. Um, but they're usually, you know, big games, like, you know, games that you could play for, for a long time and, you know, enjoy I, I like adventure type games hmm. uh, and sometimes I, you know, like puzzle games. I don't usually play like the war games or the clash of clans or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I, I play, you know, like I like the legend of Zelda games. If they came out with one of those, I'd probably get it. Yeah. I was never big into legend of Zelda. I'm not, I'm not huge in RPG games and that's kind of an RPG it's not mm-hmm. quite the same as like a Final Fantasy, but it's I yeah. It's, I think it's a much smaller scale. It's not as involved. Yeah, not as in depth. Like you don't have a lot of character stats and and all that stuff. Yeah, I never got into those for whatever reason. <sighs> well, anyway, Brian, I think uh, I think it's about bedtime for me. <laughs> how, how how's your yingling coming along? Yeah, it's all right. I'm down to my last sip. I've got a couple of sips to go. I don't think I'm going to finish it. I I'm, think you need to finish it. I've been up since 4.30 this morning. No nap. All right. Now now you're just making excuses. No, yeah. End <laughs> the podcast when the beer is gone. Oh, God damn it. Fuck, man. Hold on. Mine's gone. So I'm going to drop off. You You keep the podcast going. No, no. You can't leave till I'm done. Until you finish your beer. Either that or I'm just going to not finish it. So if you want to drop off, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to know I want to know that it's done. I want to hear you smash the bottle on the floor. I'm not doing that. Come on. Oh, it's so gross. It's kind of warm because it's really... This fucking room that I'm in, my quote-unquote office at home, it is so hot in here. Jesus Christ. I mean, it's like... Yeah. It's probably like 84. It's fucking... I'm dying. How'd you get stuck in that room, man? You really got screwed. Well, it's the furthest one away from the bedrooms, which is nice because I don't, I'm, I can't exactly yell, which is why I'm not super loud right now. But um, I don't think anyone can hear me. And normally, when I do this, I leave the TV on in the living room so that there's even more, you know, noise. Yeah, it 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 covers up all the profanity that's happening on the podcast. Oh fuck this! It's like warm. Is it is it done? Uh, no, just uh, just about. You sound like you're really suffering through this. I am. This is not good. <laughs> it's warm, man. It's like a warm beer. I, I don't know why, and don't take this the wrong way, but it's making me smile. Oh yeah, well, because you're a horrible person. Yeah. Well, and it I, just feels like you know. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting even for some of the stuff you made me do. <laughs> I haven't made you do anything. You did too. Name, you made me return those headphones. Uh, yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, you except that you said you were going to take care of it. I'm going to I'm going to do everything. All you got to do is click one button, and I'll do everything else. <laughs> and then you took a vacation day. I did on the, the last day to send them back. Mm-hmm. So, oh, it's empty. Gross. All right, all right. But in my defense, on that, 
I thought you had more time than literally 24 hours. <laughs> so when you hit return, I knew I wasn't going to be there the next business day, but I thought uh, it probably would just be like by a certain day. And it's like, you've got one day to send them back. <laughs> Bastard. Yeah. But it's not my fault that you ordered them. I told you not to order them. Oh, no, that was definitely you, too. <sighs> Whoa. Wow. Damn, I heard that one coming. Excuse like, me. That, damn. That was really something. Yeah. That's like a 8.7. Oh, so yesterday, we you know, we had Kobe's for lunch, which was awesome. Mm, yeah. Did and you... I had it as a snack last night and then again for breakfast this morning. Ah, oh, man. You, were, you, you lucked out with the, the steak situation that you were put in. Yeah, that, that actually worked out pretty good. Yeah, for those I got, li- I got double double steak. For those listening, Brian ordered the fillet. They came out with no fillet. They gave him sirloin, and as they gave him sirloin, Brian said, "Is this the fillet?" And I said, "I think I, think I ordered fillet." And the guy was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make you fillet." So you basically got free sirloin and fillet. Yeah, pretty awesome. That fillet, that fillet was, I mean, that was worth you know the extra money. It was significantly it was- better. It was significantly better. The sirloin was good, but the fillet was just like melting your mouth. Yeah, so I had uh, chicken and sirloin, and, and I was so full. I didn't eat dinner last night, and I wasn't even hungry when I woke up this morning. It took till about, I don't know, 9 o'clock before I really got hungry again. Uh, so tonight we went over to some friends of ours' house, and um, we ordered this place called Fuji Express, and I basically had Kobe's again. <laughs> Wow, but it was really cheap. It was a to go box, and it had um, it had four pieces of sushi, which I don't like sushi, uh, but it had four pieces of sushi. It had three pork. Uh, what the fuck are those things called? They're like wontons, kind of like a, oh the um yeah the I think they are they're like fried wontons. Yeah, they weren't fried though, but there's like a popper, I guess, like a or a uh. I don't know. There was like a ravioli kind of, but it had pork and some other stuff in it. Uh, but it had three of those. It had four pieces of sushi. It had a bunch of rice and some kind of meat. I had chicken. So, and it came with a big ass thing of white sauce and it was really good. And it was like, wow. it was like eight bucks. So is it like a fast food kind of place? Uh, you can call to go orders or you can go there and they have a hibachi thing. Uh, and the hibachi is like 12 bucks. Um, it's not as good as a Kobe, but it's, pretty freaking good for you know eight dollars yeah the thing i really like about kobe is that um you know they bring all the food out and cook it in front of you yeah and they cook they cook it in front of you and it's it's not the presentation that i like it's that you can see the food when they bring it out yeah so it's 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 always yeah it's always fresh and it's always you know it's good you can see the steak when they put it on the grill so you know what you're getting you're not getting Mm-hmm. Like a bunch of fat and all this stuff, you know, and it's not old looking or brown or anything like that. So it kind of assures the food quality. Um, and I've never had a problem with uh, any of the food I've ever had at, at Kobe. It's always been, I've never gotten sick or anything like that. No, it's always, it's always a uh, good quality stuff. It's always fully cooked, which is good. Cause I'm always nervous about that. Uh, so especially it's- chicken. Yeah, I like when they let the chicken get a little, almost a little tough, just because I, I want it to be done. Yeah. I might start asking for them whenever I get chicken to 
make it a little crispy. Have you ever had any chicken that, that you felt wasn't cooked enough? No, but I just, I'm paranoid about it. Yeah. I mean, Every I, chef is a little different. So you might get a rookie that, you know, well, we went, doesn't. we went one time and, uh, the chef like rushed through cooking everything and like burnt kind of burnt everything, but it wasn't like extremely hot in the middle because the heat was so high. Do you remember that time? We, it was with one of the interns. Her, she was with her boyfriend. She, they showed. Oh up. yeah, that was the time that the the chef was was uh, bad mouthing Benny Hanna. No, 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 no. no? Was it the, was it the time? I thought that was the time we had the guy named Jason who still tried to do the. He was like overtly American, American, and he was doing, <laughs> still doing the oh, call nine one one. Domo origato, Mister Roboto. Yeah. But I think that was I think that was the same time that the interns were there. Well, the time where the guy was bad mouth and Benny Hanna was awesome. The food was so good. Yeah, he was, he was good. And he was talking about how we should still use MSG and Benny Hanna's hires convicts and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that was that was good. That was classic. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, man. All right, well, I've successfully drinking the rest of the beer and it's gross. You're a good man. Uh, you did the right thing. Now I have to go charge my phone and take a shower and go to bed. I hope it doesn't explode. God, I hope it doesn't explode. Cool. Well, thank you very much for uh, for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks. Tell your friends. Uh, don't listen to the old episodes. And uh, yeah, like us and uh, subscribe. Yeah, and leave us a review on iTunes. What's the name of our podcast again, Nick? Uh suitcase on the left that is correct yeah yes it is and if you don't like the show just go on itunes and lie about it and say it's great well let us know if you don't like it make some suggestions don't just say i hate it you guys suck which would be easy enough to do um but you know give us uh give us some topics we'll talk about anything yeah you give us the topic we'll talk about it yeah all right well excellent Carry on. All right. You going to sign us off? Bye, everybody. (laughs) See, See ya.